0: and at a more affordable price, get ten percent off your first month at BetterHelp.com/adulting101. That's BetterHelp.com/adulting101. Monique, any tips as far as managing stress from social media? For me, coming out of college, I remember seeing all my friends and their successes, so it helped me to unfollow my friends that that actually sounds pretty controversial saying out loud but <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that helps me and it's it's funny you say that too because you don't want to come off as a hater in that sense right of course you want to be happy for them
0: hello everyone i'm caspi bias and you're listening to Adulting, the podcast. This show covers all you need to know about life after college and how to survive adulthood. Today's topic focuses on mental health and managing the stress of life after college. Graduation is officially here for college students. Congratulations to all. But some students may be a bit more miserable than usual around this time. Specifically, we're going to be talking about post-grad depression and quarter-life crisis. Here to speak with me about these two terms is Monique Mavore. She is a project manager and mental health advocate. Hi, Monique. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing all right. So going more into post-grad depression and quarter-life crisis, could you please define for our audience what both of those terms mean?
1: First, getting into just what's available on the National Institute of Mental Health website. Depression, basically, it's a common serious mood disorder which can cause symptoms that affect how a person goes about their daily activities, or lack of sleep, or wanting to eat, or not being motivated enough to want to work. Post grad depression, it's all the feelings that post grads will become or can become overwhelmed with, not being able to find a job. The depression that comes with all of the stress of, now I'm off campus, where am I going to live? Am I moving back home? Am I going to stay to where I went off to school? Student debt, right? Did I incur any kind of debt while I was in college? There's a lot of different factors that can really trigger the stress, that can trigger the depression being a post-grad. When we're looking at the quarter life crisis, you may have already graduated and got your bachelor's degree, and now you're Twenty-five years old, and you're looking at where did I think I would end up? What job do I think I would be working in? Versus what my my life actually looks like.
0: I know for post grad depression, I was I was definitely in that. <laughs> there will be points in time where I would just wake up in the afternoon, not caring, so upset because I couldn't find a a position right after college, just crying all the time. It was just miserable just to see. Other people succeeding on social media. It seemed like my friends had everything going for them. So that post-grad depression can be very downing. And especially now with COVID, this is even more of a difficult position to be in in order to get that job right after college. And then as far as a quarter-life crisis, I've been through that as well. I know when I had left grad school back in 2016, I had this full-blown idea that I was going to be an animator for Nickelodeon or Disney or Cartoon Network within a year. I didn't anticipate that my first job out of college was going to be working in corporate America. I remember walking in on my first day as an intern, looking at all the cubicles, and just being upset that I didn't fulfill that goal of being a top-notch animator. Now, don't get me wrong. those opportunities working for corporate America have definitely allowed me to develop and grow, but there were still times where I would say, "Okay, I'm not where I want to be. this is not where I want it to be in x amount of years so it's uh, a <laughs> four years now. My goals have changed, but I understand that whatever I want to do in the future it's it's going to take time. What about you, Monique? Did you go through one of those two?
1: after-college mental health situations yourself? I've definitely been all the above at one point in time, right? (laughs) After graduating with my bachelor's, I stayed home to help my mom and my family out, pursued my master's, and definitely becoming overwhelmed. I I was so overwhelmed because at that time, I was working a full-time job, working on the master's, which was like another job itself. And then I think I had a part-time job at Macy's. It was a lot going on, okay? yeah, <laughs> say the least, wow. say the least. And then on top of that, I was making sure a sibling got to work. I was making sure that this one went to practice. I was making sure that I picked up the groceries from three different stores. It was a lot. And I was willing to, wear myself thin because I just couldn't say no. We always may think of depression being someone that is sad, but depression can also be a mask that you're wearing where you're just filling your time up with everything else so that you don't have to focus on your thoughts and, and what's going on in your life and how you really feel about the situation that you're in. I like the fact that you talked about social media, which is so prevalent in today's time where a lot of people can can stunt for the book. They can be on Facebook like I'm living this great life, or my relationship is great, or I got the job that I wanted right out of college, and and it can deter other people who are look the outside looking in, and just say, you know, why can't that be me, or or whatever the case may be. Social media has definitely played a part in, I believe, increasing the number of People in the world who experience depression or anxiety. I've definitely experienced the quarter-life experience where I'm like, I should be at this level by this time because I've worked my butt off to get this bachelor's. I worked my butt off to get this master's. I volunteer for every project. I should be a CEO of this because I have my MBA, or I've worked with all these different companies before. Definitely a lot of postgrads have to realize and understand they are not alone in feeling this way (laughs) and trying to find their ideal job instead of just settling for something that's going to pay the bills for right now. Having an MBA, I always wanted to work for Coca-Cola. I thought that was going to be something that I really pursued, but working in corporate from time to time myself, it kind of shed some light in I don't really like all of the different rules or red tape that's in in place. You have to be open and be able to experience different things that you didn't think would be a part of your quote-unquote grand plan to see if you actually like it or what it is that you may want to do differently to really find the best thing for you.
0: So Monique, as this episode comes to a close, do you have any final tips for recent grads and Professionals on how they can cope with such things as post grad depression and quarter life crisis. I know going to therapy and talking to someone is one thing they can do to manage the stress. Do you have any resources that they could look into? Any other final
1: takeaways? There's some counseling that's offered online betterhelp.com. Go in and create that profile within 24 hours, they're matched with a counselor. And they can get on a payment plan so that they're paying for sessions that may be done remotely, that can be done via text, uh, through a a Zoom session. That allows them to still have that sense of privacy to where they don't feel like I'm going to be spotted going into so-and-so's practice or Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. Um, And it's also quite affordable. There's also Psychology Today going on that website. Opencounseling.com, services that may be face-to-face like Grace Point, Tampa Family Health Center, they all work on sliding scales. You would pay what you can afford within whatever income you're bringing in. Due to COVID, there's also been a lot of webinars online, some free webinars, just about mental health promotion in general. I would say look at Eventbrite or social media. My saving grace has definitely been an employee assistance program where they offer free sessions with a counselor. If that's an option, definitely go that route. The Facebook group, Therapy for Black Girls, Thrive Tribe. Those are some really good resources for postgrads to at least start looking into.
0: Exercise, too, is another way you can cope with postgrad depression and quarter-life crisis. Getting out, staying active. That can distract you for a couple of hours and keeps you mentally and physically healthy. But after you're done and you forgot what you were stressing out about because you were too busy jamming out to that one song during your workout, you'll be glad you did. Monique, any tips as far as managing stress from social media? As I said before, for me, coming out of college, I remember seeing all my friends and their successes. I was happy for them, but I was miserable because I wasn't getting any opportunities just yet it got to the point where I honestly only followed different inspirational profiles and inspirational celebrities only to keep my own sanity. So it helped me to unfollow my friends that, that actually sounds pretty controversial saying out loud, but <laughs> <laughs> but that
1: helps me, that helps me though. And it's, it's funny you say that too, because you don't want to come off as a hater in that sense. Right. Of course you want to be happy for them, They may have worked just as hard as you have to get that position and they should share with the world, right, that they're excited that they earned their degree or that they got that job, which is great. But like you're saying, sometimes we need a mental break and I think you have to realize that if you're constantly seeing something that is making you sad, it's it's just to protect yourself and your mental health. So if it's something that you may need to take a break from, I know my sister and I know a lot of others that log out of all of their accounts and just meditate on or, or start to visualize what it is they want for their life and not others and looking at what others do. Because sometimes our wires can get crossed and say, you know, I want to be like that person. And it may not really be something that we really were designed for or that we really want, you know, we don't know what they have to go through to be in that job at that network where they're like working 80 hours, getting paid nothing. And it's like, well, so we really, we don't know, but it it does take time to do what's best for you. And I definitely am a believer in the affirmations and just speaking positive words so that you you guys can keep motivating each other towards that next level that's definitely very important definitely
0: definitely and then as far as what you're saying with logging off of social media yes you can <laughs> that that works too you, you can also do that <laughs> as soon as you said that I was like uh oh, yeah that's yeah you can also just log off that works. <laughs> Well, thank you, Monique, for participating in this podcast. And thank you, as always, audience, for listening. Be sure to tune in for our following episodes. I'm Caspi Bias. See you next time.